Go ahead. Okay. Good morning, everyone. How are you guys doing? This is T. Drake, of course, and you are listening to God's Gift Through His Word. And I have the pleasure of being with my good friend and fellow podcaster, Pastor Jay, and we are going to be talking about cupping season, but today we're going to be looking at saying no, the power of saying no, and kind of intertwine some other things. So, good morning, Pastor Jay. Good morning, T. What's going on? Not much. How are you feeling with cuffing season being here? I am so excited that uh, we have cuffing season coming back around and God has blessed us to be able to uh, talk about this dangerous time in society, uh, even you know, more so now with COVID. Uh, but it's still a dangerous time regardless. And, and we really got a great response last year when we were talking about this season because a lot of people don't understand the psychological nature of winter and fall that brings them into this thing called cuffing season. Uh, not surprisingly, there's a lot of people that don't know what cuffing season is. So I think, you know, we need to go there before we go to the power of saying no. Okay, well, let's talk about that real briefly, and I'll just do a, a quick synopsis and summary of it. So cuffing season is a time during the colder months between October to February 14th, um, the main time when people start wanting to be together because of colder months in different parts of, of course, the United States. Singles want to be together, hence the word cuffing, like handcuffed, they want to be in a relationship. So with that being said, they want to be having someone in their bed, having someone around. Holiday seasons are coming as well in the colder months, so they want that companionship. So that is the really short version of what cuffing season is. Anything you want to add to that, Pastor Jay? Yes, and because of that, the nature of cuffing season, if, if you listen to Sister T's uh, definition, um, it's also the time to where it's because of singles and some married people uh huh. want to be with people, other people. Um, it creates the uh, atmosphere for a lot of bad things to happen, a lot of bad relationships to start. And because there are people who know they may not be able to give you the definition of the season, but we know that there are predators that take advantage of the people who want to have serious relationships. And when you said that, Pastor Jay, it made me think because right now, since cuffing season is here and we have COVID-19 and they've meshed together, this is something that has never happened before. We're living in an unprecedented time. So COVID-19, the corona meeting, cuffing season, and people want to quarantine together in the sense of isolation. Do you think, in your humble opinion, that it would be a wise idea for someone to jump into a relationship, not just because of covid but they have cuffing season in mind and they put them together and they're watching people pass. So they're thinking, I don't have too much time. I need to get with someone. Well, yeah, the cuffing season, the, the, the draw of the cuffing season or what we would call mating season or rutting season is so strong that people would uh, uh, go into relationships not knowing the status of other people's health. And with this thing being social and airborne, um, you can end up starting a relationship that could technically kill you in a short amount of time. But it's quite interesting to me, the psychological nature of it, that you want to participate in this season so bad that you would risk your life 
because your, your, your psychological nature tells you that it's starving for companionship, you know. And again, the dangerous part is there are those people who understand the nature of the season and just are predators during this season. And, had they, and they, don't, they care little to nothing about health. You know, take the mask off, take the clothes off because I want to be with somebody, you know, and that's just dangerous. Yeah, I, I really do see where you're coming from on that point. And to add to that, it actually is perplexing to think that people are so desperate in nature that they have those feelings of loneliness, that feeling of being sad and wanting to be with someone so much that, of course, they would put their life and maybe others at risk and in danger. So should anybody right now kind of be entertaining that idea? I know it's not wrong. I'm not going to say it's wrong for anybody to have the natural affinity to want to be with someone. It's not wrong. Mm. But during this particular time, should people be more cautious and entertain that idea a little bit later? Well, I don't think it's a, a later or, or, or now. To answer your point question, yes, you should be cautious, you should be concerned, and you should be afraid because this, again, the COVID is one thing, but the cuffing season itself is dangerous on so many levels because you may be sincere. But again, I'm going to keep saying this. That person that you're dealing with, if they understand the nature of cuffing season, it's like gathering time, hunting time. This is the time to go out and hunt and gather all the sexual partners you can and all the relationships that you can have and take advantage of people and their their economics can take advantage of their their social situation and a lot of times on the other end of cuffing season just like hunting season you have dead carcasses dead relationships people have been been taken advantage of okay so yeah this season is very dangerous but we have a remedy but we can get into that in a minute go ahead Well, while I'm listening to all of this, I still find it so, so interesting with everything that goes on. And when people start to pop up out of nowhere or start saying things that they wouldn't normally say, looking at the timing is always important. So I just wanted to know if you notice anything happening in your area with people just showing up or calling out of the blue during to cuffing season, maybe they don't know what it is, but they just all of a sudden, here they come. Yeah, it, it's, it's physiological, psychological, so they don't know it's cuffing season. They don't have a definition for it, but they want to be with somebody. And your, your phone start ringing more people that you haven't talked to in a while or had a relationship in the past will come forward and say they want to recommit their relationship to you and you haven't talked to them all year. And some have lurked in the in the backgrounds and waited for this time of the first frost, uh, depending where you are in the United States. But it's it's not so much the cold as it is the season. Wherever you go, it's still harvest season in October. So this is the time where people get together, get ready to have social events. And, it, and again, it lets you know that even with COVID being out there, people are still by nature falling into the season of cuffing, wanting to be with somebody, wanting to hang out, wanting somebody close, wanting somebody in their bed, and 
the, the phone started ringing. You you start answering. And under normal circumstances, you don't you would never, ever go back to that person. Under normal circumstances, that person that you're attracted to right now would never attract you, be attracted to in the summer months. But because of this season, it's almost like your guard goes down and it's like a, a hormone of, of, of in the air that just takes you to places and, and lets you deal with people intimately in a way that you would never, ever deal with them. And then again, one day you wake up from the season, you're like, what have I done? What have I done? And a lot of times what ends up coming out of this season is babies, unwanted babies, uh, horrific abortions, um, things that really damage you uh, physically, emotionally, and, and maybe financially, you know, uh, and and we need to take note of that as people, you know, it has, this is not a racial thing. This is people thing as people. We need to take notice of that. And those of us who know what this is, we need to be ready to counsel people as they face this because they, they don't know what they, they, they just, all they know is they want to be with somebody. Uh-huh. You know, that's all they know is like a, like, it's like a mating season. I just want to be with somebody. You know, I don't want to wake up. I don't want to wake up with nobody in my bed. You know, some of them are subtle with it because, you know, when I do do counseling with people, but I just tell people, tell me how you really feel. And that's basically it. They don't understand. They just know their hormones, pheromones, the air is telling them I need to be with somebody. So, yeah, yeah, the, the calls are starting to come, ladies and gentlemen. And, and, and you know me, I'm, I'm more on the ladies Ladies, the call is going to come. If it hasn't, and because of COVID, it might have started early. That's why we kind of we got about what nine more days till cuffing season officially start right after Halloween. Uh, yeah. So, so, so we we this is the pre-cuffing season warning show. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I, I um, when you said that, I went and I was uh, researching a little bit more about cuffing season, and they had this little schedule, like a football schedule. Uh huh. I was talking about the scouting of it during August, and they uh-huh. gave a timeline the drafting picks and the tryouts and we're in October. So it's tryouts and then the preseason cuffing season, of course, playoffs and then the championship in February, February 14th. So it was like, that was so interesting that it goes along as a real like football kind of season. Like you're, you're trying out. People are trying out to see who they can call, who they can talk to and get in their ear and see if someone will listen and be like, Hey, I, I'm, single you're single you're not doing anything we should be together so they're trying out and if you say no which we're gonna pivot if you say no what kind of feelings do you think that brings up for that individual well before we go to no i want to do this let's go back to the tryout okay Uh. you're seeing who you can draft you've seen who is who is good and let's go let's let's this how the conversation starts hey how you doing i ain't talked to you in a long time how you been doing now, depends on what the response is, will determine where they are placed on the draft choice. Uh-huh. Then it goes to, can we meet? Or maybe a second phone call. And if the person on the other end is receptive, they move higher up the draft to the point if they meet, they become a number one draft choice because they figure that now it's downhill from now. If they met with me, they broke bread with me, they went and had coffee with me, soda with me, drinks with me, happy hour with me, and they haven't talked to me in a while, and a few phone conversations has got them to the point 
where where they show up and they smelling good, looking good, and 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 you know just it's it, it's just they they're just ready, you know blood in the water. They ready. They chum in the water, and I'm a shark. They ready, and and you get ready to get to that point, and you haven't you can say no at that point that pivot you're talking about but uh -huh. but most likely it is done so innocently and so slickly so so much on the uh down low slide that you just think it's a and part of you just thinks it's a hey how you doing let me check on you i haven't talked to you in a while talk but it's really beginning to getting ready to place you in a position to be taken advantage of and, it, and, and think about it, it starts in August. So you got August all the way to October 25th to work to, for that person to work this out and decide where you're going to be on the draft choice. Right. Now, this is men and women now. Now, you know, there's some women that are sharks out there, so I'm not excluding them. We talk about people. Okay? Go ahead. So when you talk about the draft pick, what was you just talking about? How do you, how do you pivot? To that, no. Okay. Is there a way to get into that? Yeah. Uh, uh, so now we're moving. Now we're going to move into the solution. The solution. The solution is the most powerful word in the world. It's no. No, I'm not interested. No, I'm okay. And you may not be, but you, but you have learned through your maturity that you go through these seasons. And so what you do is guard yourself during the season. And the first word is no. Now, what what does no bring about to the hearer of no? If they are hard pressed and they have failed many different cuffing seasons, that no is going to drive them crazy. And they're going to come out aggressively and eventually and say some things to you that you that you can't believe one minute you want to get with me. And now you cussing me out calling me out of my names and calling me out of my character so no is that thing that that stops it that puts a halt to it that brings it to a point where the brain can reboot and think about it even for you you know what i'm saying for you no, the no stops the, the the moving forward into yes and we need to exercise no more you know and and as, as a friend of mine you know i've taught you and, and talked to you say no and see what happens Yep, now you may right. have to say no a couple of times because they may be slick, they may be strong, and you say no the first time, and that's just oh that's just their normal response. They've learned to say no. Keep saying no until you until you find a chink in that armor. The no might come from let's get together and have lunch or dinner, and you say no. We'll just continue talking on the phone, and then all of a sudden it just come out. The beast comes out. But the but these people are so skilled at it. They'll go from talking to you on the phone to talking to you under the covers. And you're wondering, how did you get there? So no is the most powerful word you can say in any relationships. Say no and see what happens. Women, quit saying yes so quick. Quit, quit making it think that you're doing something for that man that is so special that yours is different from anybody else's because it's not. I know that's a hard pill to swallow because your ego has to be attached to it, but it's not. Don't let no man tell you that. Same thing with y'all. Y'all tell men that all the time, don't you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you were talking about that, that is really 
that's really something when you do utilize the no because it is it is going to make a telltale sign of where that person actually is and they will show themselves so while I was thinking about what you were talking about why is no so hard to say for some people and what about that little two-letter word causes some to just become unhinged by that word well no is hard to say because again you're going through the natural progression of wanting to be with somebody too you know I mean you, it doesn't take away no doesn't take a fact that you want take away the fact that you want to be with somebody where no slows the process down that person could be the person you need to be with okay let's let's you know but what no does is slow it down to a pace where you can think it's not about your hormones no more. It's not about your sexual drive anymore. It's about thinking your way through this thing. You know, you, 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 it's, it's almost like this. You knew why you left that person or you knew why you didn't talk to them seven months ago. You know what I'm saying? You knew why you haven't talked to them up to this date. Now, all of a sudden, they come at you and you are even considering saying yes. You need no to slow you down and put you back in place because I'm in, in, in for conversation. If they were a bum in any category of life, male or female, six, seven months ago or a year ago and you dropped them because of bum and you describe that bumness in any way you want to financially, socially, politically, religiously, psychologically, emotionally. If they were a bum, then there's no reason for you to pick them up. You drop them because of that. You didn't talk to them because of that you left them alone you kept them at a distance because of that and now all of a sudden they come with the same line but your mind is susceptible to that but the no slows it down now for again for those who are aggressive with it and again it's like throwing stuff on the wall you hope even some eventually st sticks some some people look at it like this if i keep shooting keep shooting eventually i'm gonna kill something so they're not strategic with it. They just cast a large net. They just start calling people. The, the largest net is on these chat lines. Mm -hmm. Okay, we didn't have that before. You had to be. You had to meet somebody somewhere. Now you can meet everybody all the time, 24 hours a day, and you can cast a larger net. And that's where the danger comes in because there are those out here who are on these chat lines, on these, on these date chat lines, and you're just casting a gigantic net. And you know eventually you'll find someone who really don't know you that you can that you can create a, a a profile about yourself that's not true and not only get that person to sleep with you get the next one and the next one and the next one and then once you figure out the kind of person that sleeps with you you'll focus even more and now what you'll do is you'll become an expert at finding out those women or men who fit that category and you'll start being more precise with it instead of cash your net for a thousand people you'll cash your net for the 250 people that all are kind of the same i've noticed that some people in these chat room if you look at them they go after the same type of person every time because they've had success at it so eventually if i cast my net a thousand people that i know that responded uh maybe five before I may get even more this time because, again, the person that's a shark is not looking for a monogamous, serious relationship. They just trying to get their freak on. Sure. So no slows all that down. And like I say, no, could uh, be, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead, Pastor Jacob. No, 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 no. Go ahead.
Okay, because I was thinking about what you were saying with those chat lines, and I think it's the same thing with um, these dating apps as well that gives you that broad reach that you would have never had if these dating apps and these chat lines were not available, that you can reach people that that you don't normally get to run into. And because of this isolation and this time, people can say just about anything and just woo you with something if you are easily maneuvered by what you hear, which is another thing that um, we have to be mindful of because some people can say the right thing and that can move someone too. Well, I'm going to use your phrase that I heard from you. It, they, they are experts on giving people eargasms. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to jump over into the spiritual world. Faith come by hearing, hearing come by the word of God. Hearing is more powerful than seeing. I'm going to say it again. Hearing is more powerful than seeing. Sometimes, you know, I've heard that, you know, how did that guy pull that girl or how did that girl pull that guy? Nine times out of ten, it's what they've said. It's what they said. I've seen I've seen very uh, beautiful women, beautiful model, beautiful. They don't have any dates because everybody's scared to talk to them. Everybody is assuming that they have someone, and then they end up with a guy that they you know you like. How did they end up with them? That guy was brave enough to begin to talk to them. People want to be talked to. People want to be told that they're great, that they're pretty, that they're handsome. People want their ego stroked. And you don't get your ego stroked by eye. You get your ego stroked by word. So the more masterful you are at the word, the better hunter you will be because that's your weapon. In hunting, cuffing season, that's your weapon, your words. That's your gun, your words. Then the better off you are, do it and more successful you'll be doing this season. Well, since we're still talking about no, Mm -hmm. no can be seen as negative, but it can also be seen as powerful. Do you think that no can be a powerful and empowering word and not have such a negative connotation for people who think that if I say no, this is just, I'm going to hurt that person and I don't really want to say it. Well, yeah, I mean, but let's be real. That what you just said is a female reaction normally. That if I say no, I'm going to hurt this person. Well, let's let's go deeper into that, that thought of that you're going to hurt this person. It's almost narcissistic in a way because what you say is what you think you're going to say is going to impact this person to the point that they're going to jump out a window. So you taking on the caretaker role on somebody you shouldn't even mess with. But because you think your no is so powerful, it is. But but realize this, you're saying no to protect you. You don't need to be concerned about them because they're going to move on and go hunting somewhere else. They ain't going to stop at you. And see, that's the ego kick in. If I say no, they may not find nobody. If I say no, it may hurt their feelings. If I say no, man, you need to quit worrying about that. Because if you say yes, you're going to get your feelings hurt. You follow me? Because it, it, takes, it, takes, it takes a mighty narcissistic person to think that on their word, the world falls. 
or stands up. And I find that a lot in, 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 uh, in, in male and female, but it's normally the female who's dealing with this man who's coming at them that they go into this. Well, if I say no, I got, I got to break it down to him softly because he's so sensitive. That's another game they play. He's so sensitive. He's scared to commit. Man, that's the biggest game that men have played on women since the beginning of time. Let me, let me give y'all a little secret. Get close to the phone. Men are not scared to commit and men aren't that sensitive. Not real men. What men do is know that you're sensitive about commitment and that you're sens sensitive about these things. And what they play into is your sensitivity about it and tell you what you want to hear. So if you have this mothering thing going on with you and the men that you date, where you take care of them, you ride or die, you do this, you buy them everything, you let them come and live with you, you let them play the video games, you put them in nice gear. You think you being a mama and doing something good for them. <laughs> And all they doing is sitting back, taking, taking, taking. And the day you decide to stand up and say, okay, you can't sit here and play video games all day. You can't drive my car around. You can't, you can't, you can't. They calmly look at you and say, why not? You never required me to do nothing any before. You're protecting your investment. <clears throat> but what you're actually doing is you're setting up your investment. They're not so sensitive that they uh, appreciate it to the point they won't cheat on you. They won't leave you and take the stuff that you gave and take it to the next person. So that no stops all that. Because if you really say no and mean it, then you ain't got to worry about that. But again, I want to say there might be somebody out there for you. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that this time is not a season to whereas people won't be out there. You know, you might not meet someone, but you bet you got to be cautious and no should be your first word. Let's see what happens, how they how they react to you when you say no, because how can this sensitive think about this? How can a sensitive, nice man who said he wanted to be with you and love the ground you walk on and tell you about how great you are and all this, your curves and your hips and your lips and your shoes and the way you dress. And then you say no. And now you Henrietta Hippo. Huh? Hold on. You just told me you want to spend the rest of your life with me. And I said N-O and it just dismantled everything that you said about me because he was never sensitive for real. He was playing the game that you have portrayed to him what you wanted. Women, be strong. I'm telling you, I, I tell a woman in a minute, be strong before you become to become too soft. I'm not saying be not be feminine, but start off with no. Let's see if he really want really wants to be with you. I ain't trying to be a, a ugly no. Just say nah. We'll just continue to talk on the phone. You'll see how long that lasts. <laughs> yeah. You'll see how long that lasts because most of them want to move pretty quickly. Talk to you on the phone a couple of weeks, a couple of days. If they can talk to you every day, that's time in, and eventually they're gonna want to see you. And trust me, when they want to see you, they want to do more than just have dinner with you. You done, you on the menu. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's hot. I, hey, it's, it's, as they say, it's tight, but it's right. Well, go ahead. <laughs> okay, so we'll be coming to a close in a little bit. Okay. Um, so saying no to getting an official COVID nineteen cuddle buddy, should we really just tell everyone just to just take your time? I know what people are seeing out there, and they're watching people um, pass 
spend there thinking they don't have time to find anybody. Their biological clock is running that they may not find that companion. But jumping in during this time, it would be just in my opinion, just to sit back and let things unfold and don't rush. Why rush? What's the rush? Yeah, what's the rush? Why now? And again, that's where you got to get into the psychological nature of cuffing season. Why is it that you feel so pressed now? Because this is the time the whole world is pressed. Uh -huh. This is the season. This is hunting season. You know, and again, real story, not made up, nor for a fact. A young lady, uh, I used to work in corrections, and a young officer was in the field and in the all-male situation. And what happened was as she dealt, now think about it, she went to work every day to deal with all these males. And let me tell you something, some of these males that's inside, they have nothing other, other better to do to look at uh, and study the guards. And if you're a female, they're studying you for many different reasons. Well, as she conversated with them, as she told them personal things, this one guard, this one inmate, he was going to get out. He wasn't going to go to the penitentiary. He was in, he just in jail. He started a relationship with her. And when he got out, which was against policy, but she kept it quiet. When he got out, instead of, and, and they would tell us to say no. When he got out, <laughs> he moved in with her. He moved in with her for eight weeks. She came to work one day, kind of disheveled, and told me, because I was a captain at the time, she told me what happened. She had moved in, she moved a guy in, and she came home one day and everything in her house was gone. Everything she had worked for was gone. Clothing, jewelry, shoes, uh, furniture. She came home to an empty house as if she never had lived there. And he's gone. Now, of course, she had relations with him. She gave him money. She did all of that because she, she got wooed at the time she should have been saying no. That can happen to you during this season, men and women. You could be taken advantage of and lose everything that you work for, all because you cannot say no. And, and again, mentally, you know that's what you should be saying. If you know you're a sucker for the word, you need to learn. You need to learn the word. No. Because it's so dangerous. It is so dangerous. So you need to be careful. Don't go to bed with them yet. You know, you get you people need to pass this on. Share this uh, this video podcast and really get out here. Share, share, share. Have a watch party. Discuss it amongst your friends. And be truthful, because if you be truthful, that it can help you. Because that's why me and T do this. Because this, this is like real talk. This ain't this ain't pastor talk, but this is pastor talk because I'm trying to help some people. And she's trying to help some people. We just being real with it. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no need to apologize. You're okay. So I was uh, reading, and uh, I know in uh, Matthew 37, I'm just gonna say something quick. It says simply let your yes be yes and your no no. Anything beyond this becomes from the evil one. Mm -hmm. So when we say other things and try to skirt around the no, it really gives people the idea that we are entertaining and considering. So when there is an opportunity, which I will be 
doing later on, but when there's an opportunity to be definitive in a no, should we just give that no and not try to bounce around and beat around the bush? Just come out and say no. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You should not play with it because the you play with it that shows weakness. Again, you go into that, oh, I got to be careful. I got to find the right no word to say no. There is no right no word because anything other than no is a maybe. And, if, and a maybe normally turns into yes. Let's be honest. Yeah. Maybe normally turns into a yes. So so if you can't, if you be like, well, maybe we can uh, just continue to talk. Oh, they they, they know they, only, they they understand they're on their way. But if you say no three times, they'll leave you alone. Trust me. I mean, you got to be definitive. You don't have to be ugly. Just say, nope, we're not doing that. You want to still talk to me? And, and when you hear that, that hesitation, that three, four second hesitation, you got you, you, you already canceled. Because they're not going to waste this opportune time to, to, get, to continue to pursue someone who has told them no. They got to move on to easier prey. This is not about hunting somebody this tells you no that you want to pursue and have a great relationship with. This is about this is a this is a season, so you don't have much time. February will be here before you know it, and the stages you talked about are so important. So definitive no, yeah, will stop all of that. Definitive no, not a shaky no, but a definitive no. Well, Pastor Jay, I'm glad that we we do get a chance to do this because every every time this this happens and it goes around, you hear more stories of people getting involved with individuals they had no business being with. And if you learned anything from prior relationships and you could learn from that those mistakes and whatever you learned and you take that into your now, you can definitely see that slowing down and using utilizing that no to the best of your natural ability is going to be helpful and it shouldn't really present a challenge. It should just, like you said, give you time to think, give you space and clarity before you say, oh yeah, I'm just going to jump into this relationship because I'm feeling a kind of way. I'm feeling this emotional influx within me and I just, I just desire someone. So we're going to wrap up now and I just wanted to if you wanted to leave any extra thoughts for those who might be entertaining an individual that they know they do know the signs are there but they are not saying that no yeah if you don't can't bring yourself to say no don't answer the phone yeah. don't answer the phone don't respond to texts don't respond to emails if you if you if you can't say no the non-response is a no Okay, so you don't have to verbalize it. You could just not respond, not call. Don't let your urge to care about them in so much that after you you haven't talked to have after you haven't talked to them, you call them to check on them. And it's like, I got her. Because she's resisted me or he's resisted me and now he's calling me. That don't even make sense. But people do that all the time. Let me check on them. Because your ego, again, kicks in is you kind of get excited that somebody's pursuing you. And next thing you know, you're sitting in a situation where it's now you pursuing them. So, yeah, just just walk away. I know it's painful. 
but walk away because it's good for you. And it's better for you than you can ever imagine. Because if you fall down that rabbit hole and it's the wrong person, it may take you years to recoup emotionally, psychologically, physically, and financially, and spiritually from that short period of season. Because you might go from prey to predator because you've been done wrong. And now you now we're talking about you being out here bagging and tagging men and women. Well, Pastor Jay, thank you so much for coming over to God's Get Through Word and sharing like I always appreciate and love you for doing. So where can people get connected with you and donate and all that good stuff so people know where to find you at? Well, you can go to the our podcast at Walking Truth Radio Network. You can put in, in the search engine of your choice, a hashtag DRJCS2 or hashtag WIT, uh, WITCFC, and that'll give you everything that we do. We're on uh, Facebook at uh, Walk in Truth Christian Fellowship Facebook page, and we're also on YouTube at the Walk in Truth Radio Network page, which is the same name as our daily podcast. We do a daily podcast. I do an encouraging word, all of our lessons, uh, conversations, and then also you can go to my Let Us Reason Together Facebook page, and over there, I give words of wisdom. And like I say, talks like this will go probably on that page and on my personal page. So we again, we can be found anywhere. Just type in Walking Truth Radio Network and um, you can find us on your favorite pat- platform of social media or broadcasting. All right. Thank you, Pastor Jay. So I want you guys to really um, find him and find his his pages and really connect and donate as oh yeah if you want to donate you can donate down in the description box paypal cash app and venmo <laughs> yes yeah, don't forget to do that because he's always doing great work him and his congregation and others so please do not hesitate to send something and let him know that you care so i'm going to get out of here pastor jay thank you so much always a pleasure and a delight you guys remember what I say. I'm going to say it, and then Pastor Jay will say his. Remember to always be blessed, motivated, and always inspired to do what God lays on your heart. And Pastor Jay? Always be encouraged, be blessed, and be in peace, and always remember, walk in truth. All right, you guys have a blessed day. Take care. See you later. We would like to invite all of you to come join us for Sunday service and Bible study at Walk in Truth Christian Fellowship Church. Our times of worship are 8.30 a.m. on Sunday and 7 p.m. on Tuesday. You also can listen in on Facebook and YouTube on our Walk in Truth Radio Network page. You can also listen on your favorite podcast platform. We hope that you will join us and consider us as your place of worship. We always want you to be encouraged, blessed, and at peace remembering always to walk in the truth of the Lord.